we all want to be happier. But how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and your coach, Brittany King, and I am here with a very special guest who is also a coach and a podcast host. Welcome to the show, Michelle. How you doing? Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Yeah, so like beyond grateful to have you on the show. And I always I like to give a background of like how I know my guests or like what our connections are. And I was reflecting and our like story goes pretty far back. Like, of course, yet another Lululemon connection. Um, Lululemon is the start of my journey as it is for, I'm sure, um, many of us. But yeah, we met Lulu. You took my class, right? And then like we connected that way. And then you did the ambassador or it wasn't even an ambassador thing. It was um, at that dope house in North Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. The residency. The residency. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. And you were the lead on that. And we just connected. Like, I think we sat next to each other at dinner and we just like had an instant bond. And then we always stayed connected since then. And then I think we were both like kind of following each other on the gram. And I'm like, I see you. And you're like, I see you. <laughs> we both left Lulu and went to go fly our wings and just kind of take the goodness that we've learned on our journey and share with other people. And then we're in a mastermind together. So it's like, we were just like destined to be friends Mm -hmm. and we don't even live in the same state. And that is the coolest thing about it all. So (laughs) funny technology. It is good. You're right. We've literally been in the same state twice and that was it. (laughs) Um, But why don't you share a little bit about who you are, what you do? I will. Thank you. And yes, I I think one of my favorite things to to watch that you do, and I think you're still doing it, I hope you are, is when you hike to the top of the mountain and you do your mountain talks. And I just literally would get hooked on, okay, what's Brick going to share with me today? So I was out there watching and listening and being inspired. So thank you. You know, what's so funny is like the podcast kind of of all, like the mountain talks came like to the podcast, but I do need to bring them back. I just haven't been hiking Camelback and I've been running. I need to like stop and do more mountain talks. Thank you for that. I know it's hard to talk and run, but anyways. <laughs> um, I will jump in and introduce myself. So my name is Michelle Dufford. I am a life coach. Like Britt mentioned, I'm the owner of Create Possibility, um, which started in 2018. Um, And the reason that I started my business was that I was introduced through Lululemon to the work of vision and goals and personal development work. And I started to see the work work. And I was living my life and I was living out my goals and I had people coming along, sharing things and being like, well, I want that, or, or I, I want to live my life that way or, or push possibility. Um, and I just felt like it was stingy for me to keep the work to myself. I actually feel that we all have that opportunity. Um, so I started a company and I didn't know what I was doing and I'm learning along the way and it's so fun and um, it's not perfect and that's okay. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of my company side. And then my fun side is that one of my core values is fun. I love nothing more than to go to bed at the end of the day and have my face hurt from smiling and laughing. Um, My life is not always like that. There's times when I need to remind myself of that core value. Um, But that is just, that's who I am. And I truly believe like we get to do this once. So we need to make the most of it Um, because why wouldn't we? So that's who I am. And that is exactly why we became instant friends because <laughs> my core value is also fun and life and attracts like. Yeah, well, you know, I do, I do, I do pride myself on my playlist. I, that was like, that was my first love was playlisting. Mm-hmm. And then it just. That's actually how I think we met because mm-hmm. I think after I took your class, this must've been before Lululemon, but 
I think I messaged you and was like, I loved your playlist. Mm -hmm. Do you share it? And you did. And I was like, this is great. I love this person. There, there is no bigger compliment as a spin instructor. I mean, fitness instructor in general, but especially spin. Like we pride our playlists. Like we act like they're like our music, even though we just put together playlists. We didn't create the music. So there's no greater compliment in the world than that. So the fact that you asked me that, you know, that just meant the world to me. And yeah, so that's so funny. But same, fun is a value of mine at my core. And the times that I have felt the worst in my life, it's because I wasn't having any fun and I wasn't bringing any joy or excitement to the things that I was once doing. And the biggest telltale sign was like, I wasn't happy for people around me. Like I was just like, just a big old cloud over my head. So like hearing you say that, it's like, sometimes you do have to remind yourself of that value and then how to bring that into everyday life. And that's why I'm so glad we're having this conversation today because we are going to dive so deep into this topic because I think that's something that I realized. We started our businesses around the same time or like we're kind of like teetering. We connected about that. But um, for a long time, I, because my world was vision, values, goals, like all of that, I thought the whole world dabbled in it. And then you leave your little bubble and you're like, no one is doing it. Like, like what? Like, no, one's, you don't, you don't have this, like, you know, the secret sauce, like, oh, we got to bring this to you. We got to bring this to everybody because why not? Everybody, like you said, everybody can absolutely access it. Just having the resource. So let's get into it. Let's like, do it. let's do it. Let's like, let's start from the beginning. Like where, like when it comes to goal setting, I know that a lot of people have like aspirations. They want to set goals. And a lot of times those goals don't follow through. And there's a lot of reasons, but I think it's because it's not connected to like who someone is, like their values. So like, let's walk through where you would start with um, vision and goals. Mm. So where we start is we, we actually truly do start with our core values so it's so important, in my opinion, that we are clear on what gets us out of bed in the morning. Like, what is it that lights us up? What is it that keeps us going? Um, and, and we'll do something that looks like it's an exercise, but we essentially identify, we get a temperature check on where we are in the current season because our seasons change all the time. And so we get that temperature check and then we talk a lot about that. Like, okay, where am I at? Because if we're not starting from a place of a solid foundation of awareness of ourselves, then we're just grasping at like, I want to run a marathon and I want to cook from my garden and I want to like, whatever. One, our language isn't powerful there. And two, we're just reaching for the stars, not really knowing why. And I believe that if we can start with that foundation of core values, we can build off of that. And we can actually start to feel the way we seek to feel from those core values while we're working towards our goals. Mm. So that's our like foundation. You, you get it. Um, yeah. But it really is a place to start. Oh, yes. Like just even listening to you, I'm like, oh, I love I love this conversation. Like you can see my face, my face hurts. It's smiling so big. It's like that part of me is like, oh, it's like filling my cup so much. And that's because I value growth. And it's like, I never understood what it was within me, but it is like that like space where it's like building the foundation and growing from there. Cause you can't just like put a roof on it without the foundation and the values are the foundation. So you said a temperature check and you mentioned seasons. Um, how does that like, like, how does one like do that temperature check or how does one like check in with that season of life they're in? Yeah. So one self-awareness is huge in this work and we know this, um, there's, there's many years of my life where I would say that I was living reactively and not living what I like to say on purpose mm -hmm. and, um, shifting that and becoming more self-aware is step number one. Mm -hmm. So identifying your core values that might be a new conversation for people that you mm -hmm. might be in the dictionary right now like what the heck is a core value great that's a great spot to start in um 
so that's where I would, I would say, number one, you have to identify what your core values are. Mm-hmm. I always like to shrink it down to like three to five. Mm-hmm. You can have 15. I'm never going to take them away from you. But like, in order for us to really dive deep, we look at like three to five mm-hmm. and then we say, okay, in my current state, what the current state I'm living in, maybe you do it by the summer in my current season of summer in my current season of fall, you name it, whatever works. Um, I'm going to look at each of these core values and I'm going to say on a scale of one to 10, one being the worst, 10 being the best, where am I at? So example, core value, family. Okay. My current season, where am I at? Okay. I'm at a, I'm at a five, I'm halfway there. Okay. And then we would ask, what does a five look like? Okay. A five looks like, you know, maybe I connect with someone in my family once a week. Um, you know, I kind of know what's going on in the family unit. Um, we're having some fun. Okay. And then I would ask, well, have you ever been further than a five? Oh yeah. I've been at a nine. Okay. Well, what did that look like? What did that feel like? Oh my gosh. We are like, you know, nailing down dates together and we have, you know, set time that we're going to have together and we're having deep conversations that are meaningful and that feels really good. Okay. What do I need to do currently in this season to get closer to that nine? And, and what am I committing to starting today to take the first step towards that nine? Mm-hmm. And we know like, it's not always going to be that we're at a nine or 10. And we're going to look at ourselves at times and be like, okay, I'm not happy for anyone else. I'm bummed out. I don't really want to get out of bed in the morning. Okay. Let me go back to my core values. What's going on. Okay. My funometer is at like a one, my temperature, like, and then you know what you need to do. Like you just have to become aware and then look at what do I actually need to do? And then what do, what am I commit? What am I actually going to commit to, to take that first step? Mm -hmm. Um, to, to really start working towards, you know, shifting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so true. Like to use it as like a, a compass of like, Oh, I'm, I'm feeling mm-hmm. off. Like where's it off? And if you don't know your values, then it's important to look at that. Now I have a question about values. Cause I have learned like, especially with, with family, because like, I think sometimes the like the connotation with family is like not out of obligation. It's just like, I was raised like family is a value. But when I'm thinking about values, I often think it's like, there's like an action attached to it. So like with family, like let's say it's like people like, well, no family is super important. I'm like, yes, family is important. But what, what's the feeling that you get when you're with family? Like that might be the value in its set. Like that might be like the core value of who you are. Like, what do you think about that? I, I couldn't agree more. And it, it's funny because when you asked that and when I was sharing about family, like just talking to your family because you talk to your family. Right, out of like, obligation. What's that all about? Right. And that's why, like when I was saying I was closer to a nine, it's like, well, I was having this deep conversation that was had connection in it. Well, the core value really there is connection. Right. It's really like, and the family is the vessel to get to the connection. Exactly. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree with that more. And I think, I think you also have to be really in tuned with, okay, if I say my core value is family, but my time spent with my family causes anxiousness and like, I want to crawl into my bed and, and not see anyone like a light bulb needs to go off there and we need to get more curious mm-hmm. again. This is like the work of our lives. Um, we get more curious and what am I actually seeking to feel in this? Mm-hmm. What, what is it that's important for me to feel? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's so important. It's like when it's out of obligation, that's when you do get curious. You're like, okay, why do I feel like I have to call my family or I have to do this? Like Mm -hmm. we don't have to do anything. Like, but if you crave that connection or quality time, like there's an action behind it. Like that, that's the feeling. Um, because I think too, when, and I'm thinking of someone that is new to values and they just hear, Oh, values. Yes. I value integrity and I value family and like all these things that like are super easy to rattle off. Um, but it's like to separate, like no values are not like what morals are or like principles or what society has told us to value. It's like who you are at your core. It's like your truest, authentic, most amazing, highest self. Um, so it's like, I love, I love that you brought that up because it really does like 
it does require a level of self-awareness, but like as soon as you have, like as soon as you just hear something, you'll start to think about things differently. Yep. Yeah. And, and I think this goes one layer further into this, but once we can become aware of that core value and what we seek to feel, um, then we even go further to like, what are our sensations in our body that we're feeling that we want to feel more of? You know, and, and again, if you've spent a lot of your life, like I shared, I have like not living on purpose, just living in reaction and like being out there and being unaware of like, mm-hmm. just not even tuned into how I was actually physically feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, when you can start to get into that work, it's, it's pretty cool to see the shift and mm-hmm. it feels really good. Yeah. Oh my God. It feels amazing. You, It is, it is, it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. And if you can feel it and like, created in your mind, you can make it happen in your, in your reality, a hundred percent. So like living on purpose, living intentionally, would you say that those are the the same thing? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, intention, purpose, awareness. Yeah. Um, I, ju- I just, I, I think that we can easily start to live in a space that's reactive. Like everything's happening to us, especially in our current season. Mm-hmm. Like it's very easy to sit back and be like, all oh, these things are happening to me mm-hmm. and I'm just going to sit and try to like fend it all off and, and do the best I can. I've been hearing a lot of that lately, which I'm a little bit like, mm, well, <laughs> um, actually we can still take forward motion. We can still, we don't need to like, welcome back, welcome forward. Let's move forward. Right. And we can do that with intention. Mm-hmm. We can do that living on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, those things are still going to come at us, but we have the, the ability to look forward and the vision to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, even when life's happening. Absolutely. Well, that brings us to the next spot then, right? We got the values and then the vision. Cause it is, our brains, I heard this one time from one of my coaches that was like, our brains are like toddlers, like unsupervised toddlers. And without direction, like a vision or goals, they just want to go all over the place and do like the easy, like pleasurable thing, which includes like Netflix and chilling and eating pizza and like being on social media, right? Like, so you saying that connects with me because I can tell like when I don't have a plan for my day, my little toddler in my head is like, nah. Like, I don't want to do anything, right? And a vision, like, starts to give your brain that direction. So tell me about this next step. So we got our values, yep. three to five values that are who we are, not principles or morals. What's yep. And then we jump into to the vision work. And, and this is something that will go along with what you just shared around the toddlers. So a scientific fact is that we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. And 95% of those thoughts are the same every single day, which is mind blowing concerning all the rest. All of the, yeah, totally. (laughs) Talk about living on purpose. Like, so that's conscious subconscious. So it's happening. Um, and if we don't take the time to tap into that 5%, if we don't take the time and awareness to slow down, to do things like vision setting, meditation, you know, things where we actually linearly, linearly, I'm not going to be able to say the word, have thought in a linear motion. Um, we are just in reaction to those 60 to 80,000 thoughts. So this vision work actually allows you to clear your mind and then start to think in a way of that forward motion in the sense that it actually tricks your brain into thinking that it's happening which is fascinating to me. But if we don't take that time, then we're still over here in monkey brain and toddler land. Mm -hmm. Um, So we do vision exercises. We do, I pair them with some meditation for us to calm our brains, to clear our brains, clear our minds, um, and then start to sit in a place of possibility. So our name has create possibility in it. We often can sit and tell you all the things we don't want in the world, in our lives, in our day-to-day. But when you're asked what you do want, we get stuck. And this vision work allows us 
to play in a space of complete possibility, no restriction. And we, I mean, sometimes our visions like will go crazy and people will be like, well, is that really realistic? Like we, you don't have to play in that space for this work, which is awesome. And you'll think well, you can do it 10 years, five years. I have people that we do like for the next season, just being able to get to the next season of, of back to school, holiday, whatever. Um, and we will walk through a visualization, possibilities endless, and and play in that space for some time to give our brains the chance to think in a different way. Mm. Yeah. It's, yes. So, so good. And there's a couple things that I want to touch on. I mean, you keep using the word play, which I think is so crucial as adults. Like, we're just kids still like what, why do we have to stop playing and, and why do we have to stop using our imaginations? I think the imagination key of vision is so important because if you can create it in your mind, it can happen. It, it can totally, ha- I mean, some of the craziest things, ideas like the, our cell phones and iPods and our computer, like that was all created in someone's mind first. Mm-hmm. And I think like if we give ourselves that spaciousness, like you said, to play and like create in our mind, then it's like limitless. I love create possibility. I love that that is uh, your company's name because it's so true. Like creating possibility starts in our mind. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So this is something like you mentioned, like five years, 10 years, and I do this as well with my clients, but what about like the season that we're in? And people are like, I can't even think about six months from now because things are just constantly changing. And like, I don't, I have no idea. So I'm just going to like sit and wait until all of this goes away. I'm going to put my head in the sand and just like, it's going to go away eventually. I don't know when, but, um, and they don't want to create a vision because they can't actually visualize themselves in that space. How do we work through that? I think that's okay. I think that goes back to the self-awareness conversation that we had at the very beginning with core values. And I think that in that space, we can, we can do it one day at a time. We can look at, okay, what do we actually just need to visualize or create for tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And what are we seeking to feel for tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And what are we, you know, and we can, we can, scale back if we need to, you know, we can't force something. Um, and for a lot of people, we're currently in a state that's very overwhelming. So to think and to be like, oh, how, how am I going to sit in this place of possibility when I feel like I, I can't even get out of my own way? Um, we have to scale it back and just do it on a smaller um, scale, if you will. And you can still, we can do it, like I said, for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. I think that's great. It's like, if you can't do the small things, how can you dream big if you can't think about how you're going to feel the next day? And some people, it does require day by day. And I think that's a phenomenal way to live is like, how do I want to feel today? Like, can I embody that, that feeling um, starting with my, my thoughts and then let it trickle down from there? So what happens when you have a vision and it's like, so dreamy and you do feel and you are connected to it, but it like, it just keeps getting derailed and things just keep changing and they're not happening or turning out the way that you wanted it to. And let's say you had a very specific outcome that just felt like that outcome was like happening and it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's also life, right? That's the reality of life. Um, I work with a bunch of clients who are a little bit later in their thirties right now. And we're having to go through that because the vision that we had for ourselves at 25 and at 30 um, might not be happening. It may be things that are like kind of out of our control. Right. Um, And how do we accept and again, go back to feeling, okay, so what was I seeking to feel with this vision and how can I actually recreate and still seek and, and start to feel that way, right? Mm-hmm. So really being open to that is key. Um, being unattached, right? Unattached to the outcome, if you will. Um, it doesn't mean like just throw something out there and if it doesn't work, we're unattached from it, right? Because mm-hmm. the vision is just one piece. Actually working towards the goal takes a lot of work. It doesn't just like plop into our lap, 
it takes it takes the day-to-day work um but having some unattachment and being able to dig in deeper to what again you're seeking to feel Mm -hmm. because you're going to be able to get that feeling somewhere Mm -hmm. it just might not look exactly the way in which you thought it would Mm -hmm. um and being open to that and and being so unapologetically like aware of what it is that you want a kind kind of a short like very quick short story would be um my husband and I had a goal that by 2018 we lived on the east coast and in the mountains in Park City Utah and 2015 we were sitting in a oh and we could work from the best coffee shops in the world so 2015 we're sitting in a coffee shop on the east coast we're working the coffee shop turned into a bar and we could have beer at five o'clock when we were done it was like the best And what I would tell you is in that vision, I had some ideas of like what I would be doing for work and where I would be. And I had to let go of a lot of that. I had to completely change my, my job um, because I was so focused on where my vision, where I wanted it to go. And Mm -hmm. that meant taking like big, hard steps that I never would have thought I'd take but I knew that that was the outcome that I wanted to work towards. Mm -hmm. So being, I guess, agile in that and being able to be aware of the feeling that you seek so that we can come back and reassess if needed. Mm, Absolutely. I I have very similar experience. It's like, I think that it's going to be this because I have this vision and it feels very clear, but then the direction of it was like Mm -hmm. completely different, but it still was creating the same feeling that I was seeking through the other. So it is like just being so open to like and trusting the process and like without getting like too woo woo. I mean, we could get, we could get out there, but um, knowing that like if, and this is where I'm at right now in my life, it's kind of just like a crazy feeling. Uh, like I feel it like on a vibrational level, but if the feeling is there, it's like the how just figures itself out. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously it takes work and like the, the goals co- come into it for sure. It's not just like, okay, I feel it. I'm just going to wait for everything to happen. Like definitely not like that, but it is like anything that has felt so right. I figured it out. I made the steps. I don't know if it was going to work, but it did. And that's where I'm at. Like this next step that I'm taking in my life. It's just like the same thing is like, okay, I feel it on like a vibrational level in my body, in my heart mostly. So it's like, I know the how will come to me. I just have to like be patient and, and wait for like, I don't have to like be reactive and like, just like all of a sudden, like go, 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 just like be patient. So I can put together the steps through the goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think you, you touched on it, but trusting the process, like that patience and trusting the process is so key. Yeah, it is. It is like it, patience is different than like, w- like the waiting place, you know, a Dr. Seuss, Oh, the places you'll go. And then he talks about the waiting place is the place you don't want to be. Right. <laughs> um, it's totally different. Like you just have to be patient that that will happen as long as you are taking intentional steps, like living on purpose to your point earlier. Um, so amazing. Okay. So we have the values, we know our vision. It feels really good. Now this is the tangible stuff, the goal, because a vision without goals is like a wish, right? Is that the quote? I think there's a quote out there like that or goals without a plan, something like that. But basically pretty much, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. So then you get into the good stuff. Um, and, and you get into the work. So really from your vision, we would identify some key goals that you're looking to achieve. Um, Again, I can't express it enough, but I really work with clients around how they want to feel along the journey. Um, Because I've seen so many people, myself included, who have worked towards a goal and and kind of thought like, well, when I get there, I'm going to feel X. And let me just tell you, like, that is, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Um, And, and yeah, maybe when you get there, you do feel that, but there's a whole long process in between that we need to be seeking to feel how we want to feel during the journey. Um, 
So we really do, we do a work back approach. We look at long-term what we're seeking in our vision. Um, we would set out our longer term goal and then work backwards um, as to our stepping stones of how we need to get there. Um, th that timeline can be very lengthy. It can be very short dependent. Um, and then the next step that I love to take with clients is that we actually brainstorm and talk all the roadblocks that can possibly happen. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, it's unrealistic to just like put it out there into the universe and think it's going to happen. And it's also unrealistic. Like for us, we can even put in all the hard work and you're going to have doors slammed on your face and you're going to have illness that pops up and you're going to have the things that are going to try and derail you. And that's when the test of time comes of how committed you really are to this life of purpose and this visualization and these goals. Um, because that's, that's life. That's what's going to happen. So that's a part that can get scary for people, but we really do look at um, their past pattern behaviors. So, you know, are they someone who starts off really strong and then falls off the wagon? Um, are they someone who like, it looks good on paper, but it's not actually what they want. And we dig through all of that to ensure that the goals that we're working towards truly do align with their vision and that they're willing to do the work. So, you know, if the goal has it that your steps are, you have to get out of bed every morning at 5 a.m. and you're not a morning person, like we got to have some real conversation around one, is this how you want to feel? And two, like, are you set up to be doing X, Y, and Z steps to be working towards the goal? Hmm. Absolutely. I, I love that little piece. I think that that often gets overlooked with goal setting is not like if, setbacks or obstacles. It's just when, cause it's life. Like life is not one big vacation. Like it's very rare to meet someone that doesn't have challenges. And if you do, you want to run the other way because they're most likely a robot. Um, <laughs> so I love that idea of, okay, what are your patterns and what, are, what could happen? Like what could derail you? Vacation, like even just going on vacation can completely just derail goals and then taking those goals and turning them into like kind of like an action plan in a way of like knowing when this happens, this is how I'll handle it. I love that you incorporate that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. right, like yeah. let's break it down a little bit. Like let's break it down even more micro of like, okay, so you have the vision and then what happens if you're working backwards? So you're reverse engineering it. So you like how many goals should someone have? I mean, I know it, it, it varies from person to person, but I think in my mind, I'm like less is more, but I'm curious of what you think. I think it depends on the season. Again, um, I, I try and categorize with my clients. So we will normally look at things like, you know, is it, are you working towards a specific professional goal? Um, I have quite a few moms who are, their kids are now going back into school and they have these business ideas. So are you working towards a business idea goal? Um, and we normally are working pretty tangibly on a goal at a time. So um, within those goals, there's other stuff that comes up and they may be achieving certain milestones along the way. Um, but when we're looking at these bigger commitments, we're really looking at like, one as we're coaching right now. Mm -hmm. And once you understand the setup and how to do it and how to kind of coach yourself a little bit, you can add in some of the smaller goals and you're going to understand how to set and, and work towards and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, it de definitely it depends. Like you said, like the season or it's like going all in on, on one specific that like kind of trickles into other areas of life too. Mm -hmm. Um, so what about when someone has a goal, like let's say like running a marathon and they've gone through the vision, they did the values, they like being challenged. They had a vision of them like running like five different marathons in the next five years. Um, but they're just hitting a roadblock with it. And mm -hmm. they like hate waking up early and running. They hate running in the evening. Like they just like realize like, well, maybe not, but like are so attached because they don't want to give up. Mm -hmm. How do you know when it's time to pivot and how do you know when it's just like making excuses? Yeah. I mean, my first question for that person would be, what about running a marathon are you seeking to feel? Mm. Yeah. 
And I think we could get a lot of information out of that. So if it's a physical fitness goal, then we could look at, okay, maybe your physical fitness, the way in which you get your fitness is not through running because that's not actually what you love. Okay, mm-hmm. let's pivot. Like, because it's not serving you. You're not giving up. You're just pivoting. Right. Um, if it's if it's a qualifying marathon for some specific goal, we would look at, okay, what about qualifying for that marathon? Like, what about that? Is it self-confidence? Is it overcoming your slowness in the past? I don't know, but like digging into that, I think is going to give you more awareness of like the why. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would ask myself those questions, mm-hmm. you know, what am I truly seeking to feel that's attached to the outcome of this goal? and then assess that mm-hmm. okay yeah you can I think- probably have that feeling somewhere else right. like you can get it somewhere else if it's not working for you there I, I don't think you just like when the hard work kicks in you don't want to just give in yeah. because you started at a, you started off on that for a reason mm-hmm. but I think there's nothing wrong with an assessment at, at some point mm-hmm. um, maybe it's after your first one you assess and, and look and see yeah. So you would suggest for, for people to just assess, like if they're running into that, like serious resistance, like just to assess. And like you, you know, you use the word like get curious earlier. And that is, it's like just being really curious of like what's going on, where this block is coming from. And like, again, like the pivoting, like the year, the word of the year of 2020 is pivot. Like that is the word. Yeah. And I mean, I would even, I'd go one step further, even like one of the things you shared was that the person doesn't like getting up early. Well, great. I would also ask you as your coach, like, okay, well then can you run at night? Like, is it that you don't like getting up earlier? Is it that you don't like running? Because those are two different things. So that curiosity, like just starting to either get with a friend, get with a coach, get with someone who can kind of poke holes in your um, excuses and or your curiosity to to shift or pivot, mm-hmm. um, that's going to shed some light for you. And it may either add lots of miles to your legs or it may shift the way you get the miles and, and you could be feeling joy in no time. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it so much. So good. So um, with, you know, you mentioned the achievement type of goals where it's like when you get to the mountaintop, all you see, and there's a quote out there that's like, you see the pretty views, but what you really see are like all the other mountains you haven't climbed yet. Mm. So how, how do people like, I, what is it? I mean, it is like chasing the carrot, right? It's like, well, once I get this, then I'll have this. And it's like this ongoing, um, rat race of like achieving. And we live like our society is a very much like achievement society of like, go, 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 do, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. But it can be really lonely. Like to be like, I'm at the top and then now what? Okay, I'm going to get to this top. And now like it just, I feel like it doesn't satisfy that, that feeling that we're talking about. So when you have clients, I'm sure you've had clients like this, like how do you coach them through that? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like a broken record, but we go back to how they're seeking to feel. Yeah. So if when they're seeking to feel at the top, like an achievement does it always have to be climbing a mountain Mm. or can, is there another core value? So I, I'm actually working with a client now who we're talking about this. So this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there another core value that could be linked? So for instance, if I have a core value around um, learning and education and being challenged, um, you know, can I actually get that achievement feeling from taking a new course? Mm. It's totally different than climbing the mountain, Mm -hmm. but I'm getting the same feeling. So we do have these, these, um, again, 60 to 80,000 thoughts that just tell us like, okay, when I climb to the top of the mountain, I'm going to feel achievement, Mm -hmm. but have I gotten curious around other ways in which I feel achievement? Mm -hmm. And can I actually like, or is it about all the mountaintops? I don't know, but I think once you can get curious on that and understand that, and what you're seeking to feel. Now, it may be that your climbing is actually your time in nature and quietness, and that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And you want to see things along the way, and you want to be doing those things. Well, that's great. You can do that also without just always having to be at the top. Mm-hmm. And if it's always about being at the top, then we have an, a whole nother conversation to be had um, <laughs> with our personal development, which is great because we're becoming aware mm-hmm. of our habits and our behaviors. Mm, 
Yeah. Like that makes so much sense. It's like, again, it's like peeling back the layers and understanding, but I think, you know, you said, I sound like a broken record, but like you don't because it, it like it repetition, repetition, like we have to be reminded of this. It's like, what feeling are we seeking? And that's what it really comes down to when I think of goal setting. It's like not about achieving. It's not about looking good. Right? It's not about like the accolades and like, this is all the things I've done. Like it really is the feeling that we're seeking. And it does like, it's simple, but it's not easy mm-hmm. because of all of the thoughts that we have that are automatic and our patterns and all of that. And like, I think that's why, I mean, I love coaching. Like I love being a coach and I love being coached. Like I love when my coach goes, Brittany, I need you to take off your coach hat right now. And it like, cause I, cause in my brain, I'm like, I'm already coaching myself. And she's like, take off your coach hat, allow yourself to be coached because you're not going to find your blind spots by you like being like, but I figured it out already. Like that's not going to help you. So I think, you know, you're saying working with that client, you're able to like poke holes and like shine light on different areas that, okay, maybe it's not this. Maybe that's like a whole different area of development and great. Like that's awesome. Now we got to that layer. So it's cool that you brought that up because it reminds like why, that's why this coaching is amazing. Yeah. Well, and it's, we all need that. So whether it's in the form of a coach, whether it's in the form of a significant other, a family member, a friend, like if you can find that person in your circle that can authentically have a conversation and help you poke holes and stuff, like you are going to be so grateful in the long term. And it might be really uncomfortable in the present, but that's growth. And that's where we can actually start to expand who we are and and not try to outcoach ourselves, like actually listen and have someone tell us like, well, that's not how you occur to me. So let's have that conversation. Um, finding that person is key. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think like for me, like part of my journey was I was developing people around me in my, in my role. And I was developing, you know, my instructors and everything at, um, the Madison, but I wasn't being developed. And I was like, I went and came from Lululemon, which was development central to none. And I was, I, that's, I felt so, that's where I felt so off. Cause I was like, who, like, who's going to develop me. And then I realized I'm like, no one is going to be my savior. Like I have to develop myself. Like, come on, Brittany. And like, that was one of those aha moments. And I had to go seek it out and like find people to be like, to poke the holes and like shine some light. And it, I mean, it changed my life. It really did. So, um, yeah, you saying that really resonated with me. So I'm curious, what is like, what is a goal that you're working on right now? Mm, I am expanding my business to online so um, it's, this actually wasn't part of a vision. That's an interesting thing too. This was, um, well, I shouldn't say it wasn't part of a vision. It was part of a bigger picture, which you could call a vision, I guess. It's coming quicker than I planned. So um, I am working towards bringing the content, the basic content um, of Create Possibility, of the goal coaching, a lot of what you're hearing now, onto an online surface where people can access it at their own time, kind of on demand. Um, What I know is like, no one wants a set scheduled time anymore. No one wants to get on another like conference call, whatever. Some people do. I shouldn't say no one. Um, But there's lots of people who are looking for this work and they want it at their fingertips. So I'm creating that for them. Um, I want to live in the world where people are in these conversations. And I want to live in the world where people are happily living on purpose and being kind and living into their best selves. I will benefit from that. Therefore, I am sharing these tools. So um, that is coming online September 1st, actually. Um, Yeah, and it's pushed me way out of my comfort zone. And it's challenged me to have mentors and coaches and, and learn new things. And um, it's happening, ready or not, it's happening. So that's what I'm working on. And there are days that I do not want to work on it. And I still like, because it's the goal that I'm working towards, I schedule the the work in and I do the work, even some of the stuff that I isn't like in my wheelhouse or my favorite thing to do. Um, But I'm excited for it. So it's coming soon. Yes. And even just you saying that, like your face is lit. 
<laughs> up. It is lit up. Um, I'm so excited for you and to be a part of that. Uh, it is, it's like, it does like that's, it does benefit everybody. Like when people are taking care of themselves, like it creates such a beautiful ripple effect. So it's like so necessary what you're doing. I'm so proud of you for like getting out of that comfort zone and getting on the online world. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm right there with you. Like I was dabbling in the online world for a while. And then once COVID happened, it forced me to be online. Um, I had similar thing. Like I had a vision of how something else for my business was going to evolve. And that's not where it's at, but it's, it's happening in a different way. And it's beautiful because I let go of like that control. So, um, it is like, it is just that trusting the process and allowing things to kind of like to happen and not have such a, um, such a control on how you think that things will turn out that way. Cause it never does. And I love that you mentioned like some days you don't want to work on it. And that's like, cause you're a human. <laughs> Some days you just don't want to, and I, and I get that. And I think to your point of having some feeling compelling reason that's pulling you forward, the days that you don't want to work on it, it's like, it doesn't matter. Cause that vision, like it's literally like, there's, it's like a force that's just like dragging you, not dragging, but it is moving you, moving you through the resistance. Yeah. So, um, I can relate to that too. And Oh, so great. Love this conversation. So what, like, so September 1st, it's coming out. Um, what, where can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me at creategoalcoaching.com is our website. It's actually a new site that, that also was something that pushed me forward. Um, so creategoalcoaching.com is where you can find like all of the information. Um, we're also on Instagram at create underscore possibility underscore, you know, name problems, but whatever. <laughs> um, and Facebook, same. And then um, we also have a podcast that if you go to the create um, goal coaching site, our podcast is listed on there. So that is wonderful. Um, and then if you want to direct message me and ask questions, you can email me at Michelle at creategoalcoaching.com. So good. I, all of that will be in the show notes. Yeah. All the, th <laughs> all the things, all you the know, things. all the things. Uh, so my last question is what is the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Mm. So it's really similar to what you just shared. Um, I had a boss, so I working at Lululemon, I worked there for almost nine years and I was on the development train for the first seven ish. And then I moved into a role that was more leadership role. And I no longer had that like, personal development, someone pouring that personal development into me. And I, I got to this place and I was a little bit like entitled of like, well, why all of a sudden, if I'm in this role, am I not getting these resources? And my boss, like we had a real conversation and she was like, look in this role and in this life, you're going to have to figure out how to also tap in and develop yourself and find the resources to, you know, that are going to teach you and for you to learn and to develop. And I didn't like that at first. I, I just, we, I had always kind of had it handed to me, to be honest. Um, and that just has shifted everything in my life in the sense, like she was so right. And I got curious about my resistance to that. And then I got into the work and I was able to, to expand my resources beyond anything anyone would just personally give me. Um, and it's allowed me to build new relationships. It's allowed me to build a business. It's allowed me to, when I don't know how to do something, either A, learn it, or B, resource someone who loves to do that and they can help me. Um, so I would say that's one of the most powerful pieces or, or learnings that I've had along the way. Um, and it was sticky and weird and gross for a minute. And like, I'm so grateful for it at the same time. Mm, love that. <laughs> oh, so good. Well, funny how that happens. Yeah, totally. And I love like, ugh, we could jam out for hours. Um, but I love that you were like getting curious about the resistance. I think what happens with a lot of people, and this is how I used to be, is I would feel resistance and I'd be like, well, that just must mean that that's just it. Like it's a wall. I'm not going to do anything about it. 
But when you're curious, you're like, well, what does this really mean? Like, what is this really trying to tell me? And without any judgment, like when we take the judgment out of it, it like shows us, it's like a shining light. It's giving us tons of information. And, um, it does, it like leads the way. It's like, that's that little path. So thank you so much for your time. This was amazing. I appreciate, I like these conversations, like fill me up so much. Like my heart is beaming right now and I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so grateful that our paths crossed and you asked for my playlist because here we are fast forward. I don't even know how many years, like what, what year is it? Um, so thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing what you build online. Oh my gosh. Those conversations. Ooh, my cup is so full. Michelle is such a gem. She had a smile on her face the whole time, just lit up to talk about vision and goals. And it's so amazing to watch people just evolve and step into their power. And Michelle is one of those people. So that conversation, Matt, I'm lit up. That was so great. We didn't even have an action step. And I think that's because this whole episode was very actionable, very clear, laid out the steps that you can take towards reaching those goals, starting with your values, moving into a vision, and then using that vision to kind of reverse engineer, work backwards on what you want. And the underlying theme here is the feeling that is associated with reaching set goal because it might not just be the goal that you're looking for. It's definitely the feeling that comes along with it. And that's very apparent. I've experienced that in my own life and currently where I'm at and working towards very big goals. And sometimes I've noticed that when I let go of the how and I am focused on the why, things just happen. And I'm not saying they just happen. I have to do stuff to make it happen for sure. I have to take action. I have a clear plan and there's strategy involved, but it doesn't feel as forced as other times that I have set goals and I've been so like attached to a certain outcome and how it thought it's supposed to look. So as soon as I surrender that and I just allow things, amazing stuff happens. It really does. All right, my friends. So if you have any questions or you need any help, if you like are really wanting to get these goals down or you need a little support with your vision or your values, we got you. Send Michelle or I a message. We'd love to help. All right. Now, you know, until next time, love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because yes, you are so worthy of it. <laughs>